Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Shared Diversity Podcast. My name is Sina Port, brand communicator, content artist, and author. And each week I introduce you to an amazing person, story, or message to help you empower yourself in your career and life. On here you can find exclusive interviews with successful businesswomen where we discuss topics around business, branding, and womanhood. And if you'd like to see the video version of this or any other episodes, go and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn on Shared Diversity and myself at Sinaport, so you can join giveaways and learn more about building a personal brand and career. Okay. So let's not pretend like I'm the person who changes personalities when she goes live on Instagram, on, on her podcast. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Now I'm going to read a whole bio about Marina. <laughs> okay, no, we're not going to do this. So um, I wanted to be very clear about, okay, what are we going to talk about today? We actually just changed our entire plan of what we're going to discuss in this episode because we talked yesterday we were supposed to record yesterday and Mar marina you can by the way you can say hi oh hi i'm hi, very everyone. i'm very bad at introducing people <laughs> you you want to tell them how life happened to us yesterday just yeah happens. so as always you make plan plans and then god makes better plans yeah. so we were actually um planning on recording this episode yesterday i had a whole bunch of things prepared from business branding to womanhood because Marina is actually fitting in the entire bucket which is beautiful and we're going to come to that in a bit um, but we had to reschedule and um, I had an idea and you had the same idea yes. so we had the idea that when we started listening to podcasts the important thing for us was like looking at the process of someone developing over time. So we decided we are going to make this conversation a recurring co-hosted segment on this podcast. So every month on the Shared Diversity Podcast, Marina and I are going to talk about business, branding, and womanhood, and specifically branding because Marina is a beautiful branding strategist. And now comes my introduction. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a rolling like music thing in the background yes <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm going to make this very clear marina is the sunshine of my instagram feed she's the person that i go to when i need just to smile and look at a person and say mashallah she's so beautiful i just want to hug her i want to be next to her and i want to talk stuff with her whether that is business or just living the life that you love um and that is your entire brand living vivaciously i yeah. had to to be honest honestly i had to google the word first because i'm not a <laughs> english speaker so <laughs> i had to google what that means <laughs> a long big word for sure no one really uses vivaciously i don't think exactly so, so how i start every episode is please introduce yourself in 30 seconds Ooh, introduce yourself in 30 seconds. Hello, everyone. My name is Marina Gerges, and I have left my high-paying design job in New York City to live life vivaciously. Um, to me, at first, that meant I wanted to start a blog and write about it to inspire other women to do the same. And then it ended up being to find solutions for us to make money and, you know, with our online brands and live life vivaciously that way, because you can take back your time you can buy back that time and go live and travel anywhere in the world um, without any, you know, restrictions. So basically my whole goal is to help more women live life vivaciously despite their, you know, gender, sorry, gender cultural norms, um, any like self-limiting beliefs, especially for women of color. Amazing. That was, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> You're one of the people who actually knows time. Like, <laughs> that was under 30 seconds. I like that. <laughs> so 
Um, I'm super excited to have you on because we were um, on a live together. And how did we get to know each other? I think we got to know each other in the comments of someone, of ISIS, I think. So ISIS was on the podcast before. So yeah. just going there. Um, but I think, did you send me a DM? You're like, I, I think so. I think I said that I'm in love with everything that you're doing and saying. Um, and I wanted to also know your background because um, if people don't know, I am Egyptian, so I'm Middle Eastern, North African. And I was just wondering, like, where Sina is from? Does she speak Arabic? Like, how can we connect and find these, like, you know, connection points? I think that was how I approached you. Yeah, I was yeah. just in love with your brand. I don't know if you knew I existed at that time. <laughs> I did I found you through the DM yeah like that's when I saw you and I'm like that's beautiful like everything that you're sharing just has you're super on brand I think anyone who doesn't know what's on brand has to check you out because you're I think everyone says that that's like a very common compliment but mashallah <laughs> you're on brand and I love that you I think you said one thing and everyone knows I'm just going right into the topic because you know let's talk about branding um you said something um you know whether you have a brand if you would go on your website remove the logo and you would still know it's your brand and one of the things I think your one of your clients or someone who saw your posts said also the analogy and that's what my husband and I always talk about if a brand like supreme had a hotel you would know how it look how it would look like right yes. um but if married hotels would you know bring out a shoe you wouldn't know how it looks like so that's yeah. the difference between you know branding and just you know having a business yeah and they feel like a lot of people get confused on is business having a business the same as having a brand i mean the brand is to me is a lot of feelings mm. a lot of perceptions and a lot of things that are in the mind of the viewer right so I have an idea of what your brand looks like and I think I was attracted to your personal brand as well because you gave me those feelings like whenever I I don't like cold dm people but mm. like whenever I'm like so inclined to send someone a voice note or a dm I'm always like it's because something about their brand really got me either thinking, inspired to feel something. And I was just like, I know we can be friends. That's always the yeah. kind of the mindset. So that is really what branding is about, right? Like the feeling that you get, the perception that you have. And I think so many people don't understand when we talk about personal branding, it's amazing for your career growth and your business and sales and making, you know, turning followers into fans and clients, whatever. But it's also so strong in, you know, creating meaningful connections and making friends. I think the other day I was talking to someone and, and they were saying, you know, we were talking about, you know, inclusion and diversity, you know, the topic that everyone talks about right now. And they were saying, like, I just don't have anyone other, like, who's from a different place than I in my friend circle. I'm like, well, how do you make friends? Because the difference is I'm in Germany right now, but all my friends are around the world, like London, California, you know, like Kuala Lumpur, like they are around the world. And it's so impactful to like find people through just expressing yourself and they're like yeah I can vibe with this person I think we can be you know very not only just acquaintances but we can actually talk on a deeper level no I feel like um I mean especially that we all went into quarantine it became harder for us to go out and about and meet new people um I have just actually cultivated really strong friendships on Instagram, just by getting a feeling from their brand. And mm -hmm. even my retreat partner, Vivian, um, of the, the Vogue Guide, um, she literally, it was just like, oh my God, I feel like your brand is me. Like, I feel like I can relate to your brand so much. Do you want to create an experience together? So it, it's, it's just how powerful we've never met before. And mm -hmm. we are creating something so big for our businesses together so like you said you know partnering with people your personal brand can open up so many doors 
on the online space, right? To partner with people and to to X your brand. Like now our partnership on this podcast, like that can two X both of our brands. Like it's just, you know, we, we can go alone, but what is that saying? You can go alone, but you can go faster together or something like that, you know? Um, So we, you really are stronger when you have a strong network, right? Real friendships and relationships online, because not also everyone, not everyone understands what it means to be an entrepreneur unless you are an entrepreneur. So they find it hard sometimes to talk to just like my friends who maybe are in their nine to five and this is what they want to commit to. You know, maybe they have families, kids and all of that and this is their life. Like this is how they see themselves. So I found that being in the online space and connecting with these women has just created a safe space for me to actually express and be vulnerable more so than with these friends who are close Mm -hmm. friends of mine because I can't share with them these worries because to them it just seems like really this is what you're worried about like your Instagram not growing (laughs) you know what I mean it could be as petty as that right yeah or some people also like they they then say well why are you going through it if it's so difficult for you so they don't see the bigger picture that you're seeing you don't see the bigger picture oh that's so important yes because your entrepreneur friends or your friends online through your uh, personal brand, they see that, yes, it's hard now, but trust the process. They keep going, right? They don't tell you like, just quit, you know, just whatever, go back to your nine to five. (laughs) Exactly. And I wanted to start this as well for our segment, right? So let's talk a bit about our idea. Uh, What we want to do is we want to co-host one episode every month together. The reason also, one is, and we can talk a bit about that, one is the reason why we liked to listen to podcasts in the beginning. And then the other reason as well, just to give transparency about, you know, you know, how did your month go? Like, did you grow? Um, how has your brand been influenced your business? And just going through the process of seeing each other grow and also going back and forth, I think, in things that are developing, like platforms branding opportunities things that people say you know we can review trends like is it does it make sense to you know stop instagram and do 100 clubhouse like all these kind of things um but the reason first was really to we had so much to talk about and we couldn't bring it all in one episode let's be honest <laughs> no so um on my membership and people know this podcast as well we always talk about three buckets which is business branding and womanhood and someone's dog is going crazy in my neighborhood i hope you can't hear this (laughs) so business branding and womanhood and those three buckets really fit also to your brand because of course you're a businesswoman of course, you are a branding expert. So you're really deep into the matter of branding, personal branding, and then also womanhood, because for me, womanhood means physical, mental, and spiritual health and development. And that is basically what vivaciously living uh, would also imply, I would say. But first, I wanted to actually talk about vivaciously and what it means to you. To me, a vivacious woman is a very animated, full of life, unapologetic type of woman who maybe has gone through so much in life, whether that's like, you know, external forces or like she was just put in situations or that she was just never given the chance to be free. But she decided to wake up and take ownership of her life. So like she's vivacious when she took ownership. She Mm. was like, enough is enough. I am going to live on my own terms. No one is stopping me. And she just becomes vivacious. And everything she does is aligned with that message, is aligned with her taking ownership of her time, of her life, of her relationships, spirituality, whatever it is in her health and wellness, because I really focus on self-care, you know, um, I think she really is 
in charge of her joy you know no one can take that away from her if she wants to dance on the street you know and like just enjoy bask in the sun and the beauty of this world she can you know if she wants to start a business she can if she wants to travel on a one-way ticket and never tell anyone why she did what she did she also can so that is kind yeah. of like what vivacious like meant to me and why I wanted to spread the message on living vivaciously. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And for me, it was so important to give you that platform as well here, because I know we have a lot of women of color. We have a lot of, a lot of women of faith who are, who want that life, who want to live passionately and want to live vivaciously. And we cannot put all of this in just Rina, tell me the three basic rules of living vivaciously. Does not work. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. And also, you change. No, you change I mean, over time, right? What worked for you like six months ago is going to be different now. Yeah, and I mean, living vivaciously could mean a lot of things. I know, I mainly associate it with like you know being joyful and taking ownership and traveling, but it could mean just it could just mean taking ownership of your time and day and life, right? Uh, so it means like you said different things and it grows and evolves it could become various things it could even mean wealth like it could mean that you are you know you're creating your own wealth maybe you didn't have that growing up and now you're like I know I could change the norm right I could change yeah. the status quo um, and I, I know what you mean like we cannot talk about this in one episode like when people invite me on a live to talk about what does living vivaciously mean how can we live vivaciously I'm like where should I even start? Because like my own story is a story yeah. of someone who wanted to go from giving up my freedom to not, you know, to getting that back. And it's a process of unlearning. And I feel like as also as women and going, growing into our womanhood, right? It's a lot of unlearning. Yeah. Um, and it depends a lot of the culture you come from too. Like that plays a big part. You know, a lot of women want to be who they are, but they grew up in places where they could not express themselves, right? Their mm -hmm. voices were not heard or like, maybe it's all in, you know, like all is just, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but like, you know, you see everyone around you not living life and you're like, maybe this is normal, right? Maybe yeah. I need yeah. to just stick to this because all the women I see in my life have never like, you know, decided to speak up on something or become an entrepreneur or travel on a one-way ticket. So it just feels wrong, right? Because no one else is telling us it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just, you see other people not leading the way. So. You can't be what you can see. Yes, exactly. So that's why we lead by example too, as people who have platforms, I think we should take it like on us to be the example for other women of color who want to do these things, right? Yeah. Okay, so... I want to talk about two things today. One is your story. And I think that's a beautiful like start into this segment. And then also what we are trying to do. And we are, by the way, we're still figuring out what we are trying to do. So <laughs> we're figuring out together here. Live on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what you're saying really resonates with me because what I don't talk about a lot and some people know, some people don't. I mean, definitely the people know who, who have been with me from the start because this podcast has evolved from like a journal of a revert to what it is now, alhamdulillah. Um, I converted to Islam three, almost four years ago. And I didn't have the environment that I wanted to have to be become the woman that I wanted to become and the life that I lived before my environment my connections people I knew just were wasn't the right one to grow into that person like you said I had to unlearn a lot of things I had to redefine how I want to live my life and really regain that trust in myself also being in a western society I think it would have been way easier reverting in like a place that is majority Muslim or at least you know Africa even would be way more diverse than anything here in Europe everyone's saying like oh, Europe is so diverse so many languages but people are not very welcoming to people of other faiths <clears throat> so I had to really redefine what it means for me to be a woman 
a woman of faith, a woman of color, to find my space, to find people in my space, to find safe spaces where I could also express myself. And I think a lot of people knew that I didn't have that space. That's why I created it. And for me, it was also important to give other women of faith the platform to speak about what they do, what they're about, because you would always be put in that box. Like, let's just get a woman, you know, a Muslim woman to talk about this, or let's just get a black woman to talk about this because they're all yeah. the same and have all the same opinions, right? Um, again? Sorry, we have different experiences. Very different. Um, and I think we can learn so much from each other just just understanding how much we share, but also how much there is a difference and a diversity in, in how we live life, how we look at life, how we you know, just approach um, our growth as women. So that was really the like emotional way of starting this podcast and starting this journey and starting my brand as well, because some people know I had a I had a podcast with Shahbata. She's a uh, um, beauty lifestyle, self-care influencer now as well. And she started out as a um, hair care influencer, natural hair care. And then she started wearing the hijab. So she had to rebrand herself entirely. And I really felt that like you have to just, I had to rebrand myself from the scratch. I really started with zero followers, zero network, like literally all my LinkedIn gone all the people I knew gone Uh, nothing about me on on the internet on social media nothing and that's what I where I saw the importance of branding come in so I I saw that from like a space that was not very happy but I found so much happiness in a space which I couldn't control like I could I find when you say that right when you say like some people just don't know that there are other ways to live and I didn't know that there are other ways to grow a network and and find people that I could vibe with like I thought I had to go to networking events and like just mm-hmm. be there two hours shaking hands with random people <laughs> those things are gone <laughs> gone and I'm so happy they are <laughs> so I saw this and, and that would in, like conclude my story for the beginning like Someone said on Instagram, um, the, the fruit has to fall from the tree in order to create a new tree. So like you have to fall first to create something beautiful and something strong and something like really planted in the, in the earth. And that's what I had, like that feeling is what I had when I, when I started my brand. And some people might think that's very, it's very philosophical for just branding. branding <laughs> but that's why I thought- <laughs> what I said branding is philosophical it is and like I just don't I don't say this just like that I that's why I feel so much connection with the topic because I saw the importance of it in my life and not only in my career but also in people I meet the company I keep so that's so far my story but I wanted to talk about your story so let's let's talk about it I I love that you have created, I mean, you said something so powerful. You said you created a space that you can control. And if you remember, like my definition of a vivacious woman is someone who knows they could start over and they could create something where they have ownership of that. Yes. Right. And especially as like, I mean, you are a Muslim woman with the hijab, like you created a space where other women who either believe what you believe or see themselves in you feel like it's okay to be outspoken. It's okay to have a podcast. It's okay to show your face and like be vivacious. Like that doesn't limit you, you know? And same thing here. That was kind of like my driving force. Like I'm, so uh, my story is I'm, I'm born in Egypt. I was raised in Kuwait um, and, you know, living in Kuwait for a while. I mean, it's such a different culture than the U.S., right? Um, I was always under the guidance of my parents, of course. Like in Egypt, you grow up, you get married, then you have someone else, you know. And like, it's always like, I didn't feel ownership of my life. But of course, as a, a child, I didn't think about it, right? So we ended up moving to the U.S. when the Egyptian revolution happened. 
And that's where everything changed for me. I saw opportunities. So for me, it almost feels like the opposite, right? Like I came here and I saw all these, this world where I can, as a young woman, work and make my own money. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was the first taste of freedom. How old were you when you went to the U.S.? Um, I was 19 when I moved to the U.S. Um, we moved to Texas first. So we moved with my parents um, and I got my first waitressing job. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, this is incredible. And at that time, That's I didn't so get- American. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, I feel so like the girls in the movies, you know? <laughs> and I was like, wait, because in Egypt, you don't do that. Like you go mm-hmm. to school, you study and you graduate, then get a good job. Right. And I'm saying good job in quotes. Um, and then you, like I said, get married and, and that's it. Like you mm-hmm. have someone else like either supply you with what you need or you go out and work. But like to me to move to a place that the dynamic was completely different, right? So it's like a reverse like thing that's happening for me. I was like, wait a second. Dad said that I now need to go help him out and go make my own money because no one's going to pay for me anymore. And I was like, that's incredible. Um, I was working at all these restaurants. I was being treated not so well, but I was making good money. I was using my personality. And I realized that the, like something about my personality was getting me more tips. I think that was just kind of like the first like thing that was like, this was like initial personal branding without knowing it was personal branding, right? People would like ask about me, oh, the girl with the curly hair, that's like so bubbly and fun. She's like petite, like, is she here today? Like they wouldn't even know my name, but they would know how to describe me. And I was just- Okay, let me write that down. That's my personal (laughs) brand. Thank you. <laughs> right. But it's like incredible how people get these feelings about us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it looks like I'm on vacation, but it's a feeling that I'm creating around who I am. So anyways, that's and just consciously as well. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's just personal brand. That's what personal branding is, right? You're memorable. People remember you for certain things. Anyways, it's, it was making me money because I literally wasn't the fastest person. I get so stressed when I'm multitasking. Um, so it really was just that I would come back and check on everyone and make conversations and like make everyone feel loved and welcomed. And I would make a lot of tips. Anyways, I ended up saving a lot of money and wanting to go on my first trip because that would be like, I am, be- I am becoming, right? Like Michelle yes. <laughs> Obama's becoming. I'm like <laughs> stepping into my womanhood now. I made the decision to book a one-way flight to, um, sorry, that wasn't a one-way flight, but that was my first solo trip to Southeast Asia. And I told my mom, of course she freaked out, she cried. Uh, I think in my story, there's a lot of moments where my mom just- Tried out good or bad? <laughs> she's just upset because like I'm going to travel by myself you know of course I'm her baby and like you know culture we're like we're not doing that so to her that was like a shock like why is Marina doing that I was like I promise you I'll be safe I'll talk to you every day Uh, I've researched everything (laughs) that maybe was a lie (laughs) but I went on my first solo trip and um, I just got exposed to a life of um, freedom out there and I saw that there was a lot of people from Europe doing this already like traveling and traveling solo a lot of women from Europe but I've never seen it in the U.S. and I've never seen Egyptian women or Middle Eastern North African women do this um, so it was an incredible experience but again I would always get the oh where are you from like how are you doing this how did your parents let you so I realized that okay this is something in the back of my head I want to help more people to do that So anyways, after doing all that, going to school, I went to school for fashion design. And when I graduated, I decided I want to become this famous fashion designer. I'm going to be working at big companies. Um, And I ended up going to New York. I had no plan. But to me, New York seemed like the beacon of like fashion. Like this is the world I want to be in. It's so glamorous, right? Um, And I came to New York, no plan. And then I networked a little bit and ended up getting a job at Victoria's Secret uh, with L Brands doing fashion design work. Um, That wasn't, 
a good experience for me because I just don't fit into corporate culture. I realized it was more me than anything else. I felt like unaligned. I think that's the word. Just so in not alignment. What is the opposite of alignment? In alignment? I think so. Out of alignment? <laughs> out of alignment. Let's just say that, right? I felt so out of alignment because it wasn't matching my values. It wasn't matching my creativity. It wasn't matching who I wanted to be. Most importantly, it wasn't matching my personal brand, right? I wasn't vivacious there. I, was, I wasn't bubbly because I was seen as like, oh, silly or like, like my word didn't matter or what I have to say wasn't heard. And also, I mean, there wasn't really diversity, right? Like I was the only, I think I was in the desi designer like team. I was the only woman of, woman of color. Uh, there were other people who are women of color and men of color as well. But like they were in the production teams, like their production, you know, because they have to communicate with overseas factories and all of that. It was a weird experience for me to be in corporate for the very first time and feel I'm not a shy person and I'm very outspoken. I mean, I've done a lot of service based jobs like waitressing, you know, for so many years. I yeah, was you learn. Yeah. And I like all my jobs that I've done throughout school have been about being outgoing and being outspoken. But Sina, it was insane. Like I was not speaking. Like I would literally be in meetings and I would disappear in the background. Um, and that's kind of like, that was like it for me. I was like, I'm done, I'm done. Like I'm going, I'm on the subway crying every day, trying to get to work. Mm. And I'm like, this is not for me. So I had to and go. that's a good sign as well for people, right? Like if something suppresses your personality and like, turns you into a different human being yeah. it's a good sign to pivot yeah. pivot Word get of the hell out of there exactly exactly <laughs> I just feel like a lot of us stay in one place and we get comfortable but like you said earlier we don't see other ways of living right and that is my mission like literally if I do anything in this life my mission is to make other people see that there is a different way to live earn money, earn respect, and like travel too while you're doing it. Like, I don't know why it's a dream. And I think because we had this era of uh, digital nomads and, mm -hmm. you know, the beautiful blondes with their long hair and their hats going to Bali and living life. Mm -hmm. And we didn't see ourselves in that, right? We didn't see the black girl, the Muslim girl, we didn't see anyone from any other cultures doing that and living. And we thought it was something for the elite, someone, something for women who have their parents giving them money or whatever. And like I said, if there's anything I want to do, I want to show people that it's possible because I made all of my money. I've paid through like, because there's this assumption that I'm Egyptian and my culture is basically where my parents pay for everything until I get married, then my husband would maybe help me with that. Right. But like my parents never like paid for my school. My mm. parents never did that. So it's like, and because we moved here and we didn't have the capability of that, right. In the beginning they were when I was in Egypt, yeah. this switch like made me think like, what about the women who don't come from a background where their family could help them or they have that support of a loved one, you know, which nothing is wrong with that. Right. But like, if you don't have that, how do you build something for yourself make that money and travel and go do whatever your heart desires leave corporate um so yeah that was the long story i usually have the short version that i shared at the beginning <laughs> i know and that's why i wanted to you to talk about the longer version um yeah. and for me it's so important that we talk about this because i think some of the things that you said and i'm not trying to to suppress this episode to one topic because this is just a beginning episode and we are going to keep chatting and talking yeah. uh, but I just wanted to kind of establish like the 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 conversations so that people get to know you and understand where do you come from and what is the intention behind what you're doing because I think that's it's so powerful and I think a lot of people what you said is so true like I I read the four-hour work week and I saw these digital hashtag digital nomad pictures and I was just like I know it's I know it's possible because I did it but 
I can see a lot of people not seeing themselves in that. And what I want to create as well is transparency about money making, uh, also the ups and downs of business because people don't talk about this, right? It's always the Instagram story, swipe up to buy my course because you can see all the money flowing in my notifications. You see, you see? Um, but what happens if this doesn't work? What if you're launching your business and no money comes in in the beginning, right? What's what do you do afterwards? Um, does that mean you're not made for business? No, it doesn't. It just means that you have a lack of experience and knowledge and, yep. and you learn. And we hope uh, we can kind of share our story as well and journey and process to, to help you learn. So I wanted to, a bit of the establishment of this co-hosted segment of the podcast i'm super excited to be honest because i feel i can talk with you about a lot of things that i didn't talk about before um some of the things that you said like you started you know waiting tables i i started working i think when i was like 13 i had my first waitress job um like the things you experienced as a woman as a young woman as a girl when you wait tables it's both the connection of you see how crazy the world is like how bad the world is <laughs> how people treat you when you're a young woman and you are beautiful and you are bubbly like you say and you're just nice to people um, yeah. But at the same time, you learn a lot of good skills. Like, I think I wouldn't be that confident without having those jobs, without having to say no and like knowing my boundaries and all these things. And it doesn't mean that everyone has to have a waitress job now to be confident. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it means like, even if you're experiencing something where your what you saw, what you experienced wasn't positive, you can always learn from every single experience. Um, and I want to bring people on the journey of us learning about our businesses, about our brands. Um, you are having a, your first retreat coming up, which is like so on brand and I'm so excited for you. And everyone who wants to know more about uh, Marina and all your offers and your one-on-one coachings and your courses and your retreat specifically, uh, please go and check her out. But we will keep talking about everything that you're doing, um, maybe also coming up to the retreat, coming up to like new products and uh, process that you and I are launching and just talking through it and seeing what's working, what's not working. Because there's so much that doesn't work. And even though it seems like um, I'm living vivaciously, some days I'm like doubting everything. Like, and that's part of the honesty and transparency, transparency that I love that we're going to bring into this co-hosted segment because um, it's so easy, like you said, to look like we're making all the money and that we're living life and not hustling and not all of that, but no one sees us at, like in our own homes, like you know, pulling our hair out or telling our partners that I don't want to do this anymore, you know? Um, so I think it's important to bring that into it uh, because in this space, it's, it's, there's a lot of things that are glorified, mm -hmm. which I disagree with. So I'm happy to have this space with you, Sina. Thank you for creating it for us all to feel comfortable to share like about this part of the journey, about the flops, you know, more yeah. than the wins. Like I want to know like about people's like, failures because that's what inspires me because like it just makes me feel like it's okay to fail mm. and if we don't normalize failing within our space as small entrepreneurs because we see a normalized failing for big entrepreneurs like we hear about Steve Jobs failing we hear about I don't know who failing and we're like oh yeah but they're like these big like people like you know um like Walt Disney and like but like I want to hear about Sina and Marina and you know, any other women that we met online, their yeah. fears. What does that look like? And what does it make you feel like? And how do you get back up and rebrand? Or how do you get back up and say, okay, maybe this offer just was not aligned with my messaging, which I would love to talk to you about this because I'm I kind of mentioned that I was doing a live earlier today and I kind of mentioned, you know, how why people are not converting. Um, and it's because sometimes their brand, I mean, you don't want to sell to people all the time, but sometimes your brand messaging is just not aligned with the offer that you have out to people, right? Like, like you, like, I mean, if like the example, give, give me an example, 
So for example, like this retreat, right? It completely aligns with my messaging. It completely aligns with where my business is going. It brings my business, I would say this, it brings my business full circle, mm -hmm. right? It ties it up all together, mm -hmm. right? Maybe I could even have a wellness brand, right? Like maybe I could have a, um, you know, like facial tools and like, you know, a mask that helps you relax, I don't know, CBD oil, like you could see that as like maybe a diversion of like yeah. my brand, but I don't know. There's things that probably won't make sense. Like I'm trying to think of what wouldn't make sense. I don't know. Like, like bringing out shoes would be a bit random. Yeah. Shoes would be really random. Like, what is that about? You know, um, unless you create an entire line of clothing but there I would more see like long dresses and jumpsuits and all these yeah. beautiful things that you have yes. so but I yeah, think at the beginning especially like this seems like more doable kind of like an expansion of your brand but your messaging and your offers should lead us like your showing up online without telling us to go buy anything should lead us to the link in your bio mm -hmm. right so like definitely would love to like hit on that too because That's where people really like forget that what they're saying needs to match what they're doing. So yeah. I love that. I love that. We can we can make that one of the first episodes as well. Just a quick wrap up because we're already over time. But I wanted to quickly talk about why we chose to co-host this. Um, and one of the reasons was we wanted you to experience that process with us. Like Marina said, like go also through the failures because for me, success means the sum of all mistakes you only do once but you have to make mistakes in order to learn uh, try not to repeat those mistakes because that will set you back but it's all the mistakes that you only do once so um the process and also the transparency just like what's going on in your business how's your brand going how fast is, how are our brands growing and uh, what's the reason what is changing in the industry so equip quick wrap up from your story of how you got into podcasting uh, like listening to podcasts and why you think this will help people oh yeah wow so podcasts for me were my they were my escape right like um you know I talked about how corporate was kind of damaging for me emotionally and you know I was in a new city New York is so fast-paced um it's so go 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 and I wanted to slow down and my time to slow down was literally the time between me commuting to work to and forth right so that was the time where I was like you know headphones in I'm gonna listen I download all my favorite podcasts and I just listen to them and I remember actually it's funny you bring up the four-hour work week because that I downloaded that on Audible and I was just like listening to that too. So like, it was like audiobooks and podcasts nonstop. I was learning about SEO. So I was like, I don't have time to like sit after like, they would come home at like usually eight or 9 PM. And I would be like, I don't have time to like write my blogs or research SEO. So the time that I had to do that was on the train. Mm -hmm. So I would just put my headphones in and just listen about things about, um, you know, SEO, listen to the four hour work week. I would listen to different books, but I loved uh, podcasts that were um, about interviewing other people and, you know, like describing their failures and like how they succeeded. Yeah. Um, oh my God, I can't even remember the name of that podcast, but it was like, it was about like they would interview like people, entrepreneurs that are living right now, right? Like just newer entrepreneurs, millennial entrepreneurs and how their brands like where they failed what took what happened for them how it took off and it just gave me hope it gave me hope because i saw that other people were failing and other people are relatable because they're also like they're still like here and doing the things and i could actually go on instagram and see their brand and interact with their brand and i just felt like oh my god i'm not alone and there is hope for me to succeed and i know that failure is normal so I think yeah. it just helped me with that. Yeah. For me, you? it was, um, yeah, so for me, I started listening to podcasts when I was studying in London and I was also commuting. So in my bus, I wanted to spend as little money as possible. So I had to take the bus and the bus would take one and a half hours from my home to the university. 
um, other than, you know, any kind of other uh, transportation. So I was like, what am I doing at this time? I get, I'm like, I'm getting dizzy when I'm reading. So podcasts and audiobooks, I think that was super important for me. Like you said, also, it has that con connection to the person that you're listening to. And specifically, if you have the person talking about their life, about what's going on, and you can see them grow over time. Yeah. And it's so important, like every human being loves being a part of someone else's journey, you know, under all these like very famous entrepreneurs or musicians under every YouTube video, you can see someone saying, I knew this person when she had like yeah. 200 followers. They love that. <laughs> they love that. So I just, I just love to see people grow. I, I love to see people actually talk about relevant things like money and like you said, failure, things that don't go well and things that are changing over time. Um, you can see them talk about a topic in one episode and then five more episodes later, they're like, I completely changed my mind about this one. <laughs> but it's good. And I wanted to people to know that as well because I could like speak about everything that is going on and just like talk into people's ears. But I wanted to bring you on because I think we are really on the same mission and purpose but we also are coming from different worlds from different experiences we have different business setups we have different experiences failures and different opinions about as well um, what's going on in the branding space so I think that would be um, a big part I want people to really from this I want them to take away how they can live more vivaciously how they can really take care of their womanhood um, how they can start a business from scratch and also see the ins and outs of how a business is evolving and growing and shifting and changing. Um, and then also branding, because that's what this podcast is about, personal branding um, and really growing your brand. The newest things that are going coming up. I never did this, but maybe we can review some trends and uh, talk about. That'll be fun. Like, like a TV show. Yeah. And I'm like the person that's like, I'm not, I don't consider myself trendy um I just never consider myself <laughs> and you're the one who said let's not go live let's go to go to clubhouse next week <laughs> because I'm trying to be trendy <laughs> listen I'm already over clubhouse it's like the first time that I'm actually happy Instagram is copying a feature of another app yeah yeah I'm like I don't know like after I told you that I wanted to message you and say like scratch that I love Instagram. <laughs> I just love my community I love my community so much to waste my time and energy. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll change my mind later on. You know, nobody. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, whenever I want to put my time and energy, I want to put it in a place where my community already exists because these are the people that are giving me back love. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes. I didn't go live yes. for, I think, two and a half weeks. And today I went live on someone else's account and everyone was like, hi, we missed you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Do hours live. We should just do hours live. <laughs> we should. And on Clubhouse, also you spend so much time, and it's just yeah. it's a bit shady, to be honest. But we can talk about this next time. <laughs> we will. We will review the trends. <laughs> exactly. We're, welcome to the first episode of our co-host segment. We might want to find a specific name for this. Let's re let's brainstorm on that later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but for now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is how we come up with ideas uh, <laughs> I always always just just one thing when I think about a brand whether that is my personal brand or any kind of like clients brand names stuff like that or like new products I always have to sleep over it because yes. it comes in the weirdest times like when I pray or when I'm in the shower or when I just wake up in the middle of the night I'm like that's a good name do you always like just like take notes I'm always yeah. like best ideas at random places and I'm like always everywhere writing. I still have post-its here from when I started to record my podcasting course when my husband went into my office and he's like you're a bit outdated like update your wall <laughs> like, I don't know if I if I use this later maybe I need this idea later <laughs> I feel that so much um, but yeah, thank you everyone for coming to the first episode. Um, please, please, to establish anyone not missing anything that is happening, 
follow Marina at vivaciously Marina, right? You got it right. <laughs> and the same website? It's uh, the website is living without living. the G. <laughs> livingvivaciously.com. Perfect. And for those who are not native speakers and like me didn't know what the word means or how you spell it, it will be in the descriptions everywhere. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, I also see you go uh, be more active on Twitter. Um, so I will also link that. But, right? No. 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 Okay. It's just the Twitter. Yeah. Design for Instagram. Never mind then. Just ignore that. We are on Instagram. Instagram is you know, our platform. I do not have the capacity. <laughs> Talk to me about it. We can it. talk about that too. <laughs> we can talk about this, yeah. Where to like uh, spread around. Okay, yeah, but Instagram, very important because you go live uh, very, very often. I go live very often and sometimes we go live together. So um, every, please make sure that you um, follow us there. And the important thing is if you want sunshine, go to Vivaciously Marina. You have to follow her. I mean, whether you live in a sunny place or not, if you need motivation, inspiration, or just a smile, follow her. I think hello. we should have that tagline for you. If you want the sun. Yeah, right? Maybe I need a rebrand now. If you want the sun. Maybe. The sun for you. That will inspire an organic sunscreen product. See, that would make sense. Now we're thinking. I like that. Let's continue. Together. <laughs> You'll yeah. see if anyone is listening to this episode four years from now, maybe we made it happen or two months from now because you never know. And you'll be wearing it and promoting it because I'm of just course. obsessed with like everything, like your skin, your look, your vibe. And I'll just would love for you to be the person, the spokesperson. <laughs> I, I, I'd be happy. I'd be very happy. Anything to do with the sun, I'm in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, my love. Thank you so much for taking the time. And we are wrapping this episode up. Uh, we should have a call to action. So what we always do is you can ask the audience a question. They can answer in the comments below. Go ahead. I want to ask everyone, after you look up what the word vivacious means, what does it mean to you right now in your life? I would love to know if you're listening to this, let us know. What does vivacious mean to you? I love and, uh, that. If you come up with a good answer, you know, let us know and DM me too so I can see it. <laughs> nice. I'll drop my answer below as well. So inshallah, comment up below and share your diversity with us. And uh, as always, please, please make sure that you tune in to the next episode, specifically the ones that are co-hosted now. I'm so excited. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like legit excited. <laughs> I'll be smiling the whole evening. I love this when we have random ideas that just work. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm going to stop this recording now. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, the real deal is going on at sinaport.com to get access to free resources and programs to build a brand that's true to who you are. And I'll see you next time, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.